Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day, or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But now we get to move to a guy, well, we can't really say they're going to be in NASL very much longer because they are moving to MLS, uh, uh, Minnesota United. We go to Minnesota, just the state next door to us, and we get to speak to a man that fans know very well. They, they're enjoying when he celebrates goals by chugging beers and doing all kinds of crazy things. Uh, it's Justin Davis, number two of the Minnesota United FC, the loons, as Simon likes to call them. <laughs> Justin is here on the program with us now. Justin, good afternoon. Welcome to Two Up Front. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome, Justin. We are excited to have you here on the program. Minnesota United, uh, you guys are not having, unfortunately, the the most glamorous season of uh, 2016 here in the spring. You guys sit in seventh in the table right now uh, behind some fairly notable teams, but can you give us a little bit of an update of uh, what's been going on with the season so far and uh, what you, as one of the more influential players on the team, have seen so far? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, we're not sitting where we want to be, uh, you know, at the table right now, sitting seventh, and uh, we, we didn't do ourselves any favors here these, these past couple of weeks, and, you know, we had a chance to, to clinch the spring title, but, uh, uh, you know, didn't, didn't play well enough to, to get the results, so, you know, we find ourselves in a little bit of a, of a tough position now, but, uh, yeah, we got a big game coming up uh, this weekend against Miami and, and seeing if we can uh, get back on the, on the right foot and, and getting three points at home, which will be big for us. We're talking about uh, you know the NASL as a whole. I mean, they've got some very, very talented teams. I mean, the New York Cosmos, Indy 11, you know, Tampa Bay Rowdies, just to name a few teams. Being a part of a league like the NASL, what, exa- what does that mean to you? Because we hear, we hear mixed reactions for people like us that cover – American soccer as a whole, and we've always heard the the constant battle between you know, NASL is you know second division over what MLS is, and back and forth. But we've heard different arguments saying NASL is a first division league too. Don't count these guys out. What are you as a player that is a part of the NASL? And, and I understand Minnesota's moving to MLS here in just uh, you know in a very short time. But what does you as a player currently in NASL believe and feel? You know that the vibe is around the league. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I'm kind of in a weird position being uh, with a club that's going to make the jump up. But you know, I, I've been in this league now. This is this is my sixth year. Haven't haven't been here since the the second reincarnation of it. And you know, just just year year after year, I think you just see you know an improvement from quality of players, uh, you know, coaches, and you know, just the setup from the different teams. I think. I think you see it getting better and better every year. And, you know, is there still more room to grow? Definitely. But, you know, just, just in the, the, the past, you know, like I said, five, six years, you know, that this league's been here, it, it's pretty amazing to see that, you know, the new quality of players coming in. So, you know, if they, if they stay on that, that right, uh, you know, this, the same path, I think, you know, things are looking good and it, and it can be considered, you know, another 
first division uh, a league and, and you know create some of those rivalries with the MLS teams that, that you see you know in the Open Cup game. So I think there's a lot of a lot of head-to-head battles between MLS and NASL teams uh, next week. So you know that'll be interesting to see some of those results. Justin, have you heard any news as far as with the jump up to MLS as to uh, whether or not you or any of the other players may be part of that jump up as the as the club moves forward? Yeah, it's one of those uh, one of those weird situations where you know you're not technically signed with the club anymore, like you are with NASL. You have to sign with the league. Sure. So contractually, there there's some weird gray area there that I, I you know I think. You know, my agent and other players' agents are working out right now. But you know, having you know spoken with you know our club leadership, I, I think you know I, I am one of those players that's in the plans for for making the jump up. So it's just a matter of you know waiting to see you know when when paperwork can be can be finalized and all that. So it's it's kind of just a waiting game. But you know, I'm looking forward to helping this club uh, you know make that jump up. Yeah, you know, Justin, one of the things I, I love about your play is you actually remind me of one of my older brothers. Um, he was an attacking player in high school and then switched to uh, marking back is what it was called back in the day in college. And you had the same thing happen to you, although it was attacking player in college. And then as you moved to the pros, uh, you transitioned into uh, into the defensive area. And But you're also known for making those runs forward and, and sneaking uh, some shots in there. Uh, kind of a player that's almost ahead of your time in, in that respect, or was, and obviously that's that's the game now, but how, how did you handle that transition going from being an attacking player back into a defensive player? I was going to say, does your, does your brother just slide tackle around and drink beers after the game? <laughs> must have a lot of comments. <laughs> that, that he did not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, to, to answer your question, I mean, yeah, it, it's a little bit of a change. I, I think that it's kind of important, though, to, to see you know the different position sides of the game. I mean, yeah, playing playing up top in college was always fun. You know, getting to score goals, he doesn't he doesn't love that. But then I think I can bring some of those some of those traits that uh, were successful playing up top, whether you know recognizing runs, you know where to be, when to be, and uh, you know using that you know as an outside back. Which I think you know the game's kind of evolved a little bit here in the last ten years, where outside backs are are just as important in the attack as they are you know you know defending. So. I think our team does a, a really good job of, of using myself and Kevin uh, Benegas getting forward, and, and you know we, we've had some success the past uh, two or three years just getting forward and contributing on the offensive side. But you know I think we're also pretty solid defensively, so it, it's a balancing act for sure. But uh, I think, I mean, like you said, I think I think that's the way the game is now, and it's pretty important to, to bring to a team. Are you looking at what you do um, as a player and uh, what it means to, to be a part of NASL as a whole? How do you view the possibility of moving leagues? Basically, I mean, you look at what NASL is doing. I mean, I know we know that you're, you know, hopefully going to be a part of that. But when you hear something about that, you you don't see that happening in Europe anytime, really. I mean, you hear about the promotion relegation side of it, but moving as a whole, what what do you take away from that? How does that kind of drive you, you know, going forward, saying like, well, hey, I may or may not have a job next year. I mean, you seem like you're a very talented player, and you would regardless, but. Does that does that worry you at all? At times, yeah. I mean, once all the talk, uh, you know, started happening with you know the MLS jump, I think I think a lot of us were aware of, oh, you know, dang, you know, I might not be, you know, included in in that roster that's moving up. I'm not sure what the statistics would be of teams that have made the jump up and in the roster turnover in that sense, but 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nerve-wracking at times, but, you know, like I said before, I've, I've had a lot of positive talks, you know, with, you know, with the, the front office, and, and I think I'm included in, in their long-term vision for the, for the club, which is which is always nice to hear. You're always, sure. you're always nice to, to, feel, to feel welcome. But, you know, on the playing side of it, it's definitely a challenge as a player. You, you want to see, you know, if you can perform at that, you know, so-called top-tier level, and, you know, we we played MLS clubs, obviously, in Open Cup, you know, preseason games. So I, I feel like, you know, I'll be just fine there. There'll, there'll be a little learning curve, I'm sure, as there sure. is with you know, making, making any move. But, you know, it's, I think it's something that I can, I can learn pretty fast. Well, speaking of playing against uh, teams that aren't in your league, you guys have a fun friendly coming up June 25th. Lyon is coming to uh, Minnesota. Of course, that means Miguel Abrera is also – Stopping back at Minnesota United, where he, you know, he had such a fantastic career. When you when you have these friendlies against these, you know, top Liga MX clubs, do you see this as an opportunity to perhaps showcase yourself to them as well, or is it more of, hey, you know what, let's play this one game and then let's get. Well, actually, you'll be done with league play at that point for the spring season. But do you then start focusing on the fall season? Yeah, it's obviously. I think it's a Leon's obviously a good club, and, and they've had some success in there. And their league as well, and I think Miguel's transitioned pretty pretty well down there. You know, getting his opportunity to shine for them a couple times. And I don't, you know, I don't know if that's in, in my in my plans to go go down to Mexico and play. I've never never really uh, given that too much thought. I've, I've you know pretty content with where I'm at and and growing what we have here in Minnesota. But yeah, you know, it is an opportunity for us to to show off. You know, not just for our club, but for our league and, and even for the country that uh, you know clubs here in America can can compete against, you know, at a top-level Mexican club. Talking with Justin Davis here on two up front of Minnesota United FC. Uh, they take on Miami FC here in just a couple of short days. Definitely go and check out that game if you have the opportunity. One other thing I want to ask you about, Justin, before we let you go, looking at your uh, your personal page here on the MinnesotaUnitedFC.com page, were you the one that filled this out, or was it your wife that filled it out? Because finding out some of these things, your special talent being ridiculously good looking, is that something that you uh, <laughs> you take a lot of pride in, or uh, is that? I'm curious to know who the one that was that actually submitted that answer. You know, these are like questionnaires that they passed out <laughs> a few years ago, and apparently no one wants to update it. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hope you guys know that's a Zoolander quote. And, you know, that's, <laughs> That's the gen- that's the genesis of it. Okay, and I'm not gonna lie. I had I had somebody down in St. Louis last week, and I think that's where they get their material for giving uh, you know the visiting players a hard time. But he just kept saying, "You're not very r- ridiculously good looking." Like, <laughs> that was that was his best comeback for me. So. I don't know. Someone's going to get that change, or we, yeah, we got to update that a little bit. Well, uh, that, as I'm getting older, I don't, I don't know if I'm aging that well. <laughs> and that goes into that my my follow up question to that too. Where can we find the the '90s boy band talk with Justin Davis? I feel like that's a fantastic show that the world needs to hear. And if it's not on the radio, how can we help that get off the ground floor? I, I think it, yeah. If you guys are willing to join me, we can we can go on go on the air right after you guys. But that would yeah, be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All all these things have kind of taken off and, and created their own like little life story. But uh, yeah, it's just that's music I, I grew up with. Like, you know, that was popular in the, in the mid mid to late nineties, early two thousands. And yeah, I know the songs. I, I'm not going to say I don't know them. <laughs> no, know hey, there's there's no judgment. <laughs> there's no shame. Them. Who's your Who's yeah, your favorite nineties boy it, band? Then, since we're on the topic, 
who's my favorite? Yeah. Oh, man. Or if you had to make a top I, three, how about that to make life a little easier? Yeah, I think you got to go. You got to go consistent, in sync, Backstreet Boys, ninety eight degrees. But I mean, they, there was like shows of them making boy bands. It was a big thing. Yeah, and, yeah, that's true. I See, I was I was on the <laughs> other side of that, Justin. I was a total grunge boy. So all the music I listened to was Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, and and I'll admit that's still the music I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever gets you hyped it, up it, is it is, never goes away, right? Exactly. That's right. Is there a little ninety eight degrees on your pregame playlist at all when you're uh, warming up on the field? It's probably on an old uh, iPod somewhere. If I <laughs> if I dug around the house, I could probably find one with the whole mixtape. Mix yeah, one of those. Uh, 90s cassette tapes full, yep. of, uh, full of boy bands. Exactly. Or those CDs where you actually wrote the tracks on, you, you, you burned them or ripped them you know, on your parents' computer or something like that. That's fantastic. Uh, we, we all had that. We exactly. all had that, definitely. Yep, exactly. Well, Justin Davis, thank you so much for taking time today here on 2 Up Front. Justin Davis, number two, an outside attacking, beer-chugging defender, well, after he scores a goal, of course, of Minnesota United. They take on Miami FC in just uh, one day's time as well. Go and check out that game if you're in the area. And, uh, Continue to support Minnesota United as well if you are in that uh, that Loons supporting area. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you, Justin, hopefully in Major League Soccer as well here in the coming years and hopefully coming back to two up front in the near future. Yeah, definitely. You guys got it. Appreciate you having me on. Not a problem, Justin. Thanks, Thanks Justin. so much. All right, we are going to run to a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up and continue to move along with the show. You're listening to Two Up Front presented by ShopFutsal.com. Whether you're having a not-moving-off-the-couch-while-you-watch-the-game kind of day or a no-time-between-conference-calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 